Rarely does time ever align just perfectly for a single individual to see the height of their career align perfectly with the peak of their chosen field. The 90s in NASCAR were a riveting time as technological advancements were allowing for individuals that may never have been welcomed just years before to have tremendous success in the sport. No individual illustrates this dynamic shift more than a California kid who grew up dreaming of winning at Indianapolis who thought he was throwing it away to race cars with fenders. As would happen so often in his career, the timing just could not have been better. In 1994, NASCAR would race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the first time. And who better to win it than that very same kid, Jeff Gordon. We had to park the race car a couple blocks away from the motel. We hauled booze and stuff with them and made sure that we had the car to beat the Revendeers with. So uh, I was pretty well on my way racing when I got to the race car. Well, I think a Winston Cup race would, would work and, and people would like it no matter where, you know, where it went. And certainly uh, Las Vegas. I'll tell you something else. Uh, I did, he was talking about coming to Texas and winning his first cup race. He won his first bus race here. You know, it's really nothing special. It's just a job my dad does. He could be a plumber, you know. Yesterday afternoon, the Hendrick Motorsports Beach 200 disappeared from the radar, trying to land at the tiny Blue Ridge Regional Airport. We're going to Homestead! Make room, Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt. There's another seven-time champ. Jimmy Jackson wins his seventh NASCAR Championship. Jeff Gordon is undoubtedly one of the most influential figures in the history of NASCAR his impact stretching far beyond his 93 victories and four championships. Throughout his career, Gordon not only achieved unprecedented success as a driver, but also played a pivotal role in transforming NASCAR from a regional sport to a widely recognized national phenomenon. From his early days as an open-wheel driver to his iconic appearances on popular shows like Saturday Night Live and in Hollywood movies, Gordon's journey through NASCAR was marked by several pivotal moments that forever shaped the sport. When Jeff was only six months old, his parents split up. It would be the new man in his mother's life that would drastically change the trajectory of the young Gordon's life. When Jeff was four, he was given a BMX bike by his stepfather, John Bickford. When his mother grew concerned over the number of injuries and concussions that that sport presented, John turned his stepson's competitive drive towards motorsports and bought him a quarter midget racing car, along with a matching one for Jeff's sister. And the rest, as they say, is history. Jeff began racing locally at only six years old. Jeff was ready to move up a class quicker than much of the competition around him. Eventually, this led to issues when certain sanctioning bodies were not willing to let such a young person drive in their races or at their racetracks. The age problem was further compounded by the fact that even for his age group, Jeff was considered quite small, making him appear even younger than he may have been. This eventually led the family to relocate to a more accepting locale for the young driver, Pittsburgh, Indiana, less than 20 miles from the hotbed of American racing, 
Indianapolis. One of the most significant aspects of Gordon's influence on NASCAR was his background as one of the first successful open-wheel drivers to transition into stock car racing. Before Gordon's entry into the scene, the sport was largely dominated by drivers who had exclusively grown up in the world of stock car racing. Gordon, on the other hand, had grown up wanting to race at his adopted home track of Indianapolis. Open-wheel racing was the only type of motorsport that allowed this dream the possibility of ever coming to fruition at that time. At the age of only 16, Jeff Gordon became the youngest driver to earn his USAC license, and followed that up by becoming the 1989 USAC National Midget Series Rookie of the Year. As opportunities to get quality rides in the Indy Series at the time were drying up due to sponsorship and viewership issues, Jeff began to look at other opportunities. After attending the Buck Baker Driving School, where he showed an impressive amount of skill, he was noticed by Hugh Connerty and given a shot in the Bush Series near the end of 1990. In 1991, he'd get hired by Bill Davis and began working with Ray Everham as his crew chief. This relationship would eventually result in three of Jeff's Cup championships and a significant amount of his wins. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode of the 10 Most Influential People in NASCAR. If you've been listening to our regular season podcast, you'll know that I'm not one to interrupt these goofballs when they're talking, but I felt like it was important to do so at this moment. As we mentioned previously, we're planning to go bigger than before in 2024, and part of that is acknowledging that we've outgrown our current branding. This is no longer just Evan and Donnie, and we've collectively wanted to make sure our branding represents who we are. Having said that, we understand that for some of you, the original logo, the one we're still using right now, is something that you really like and appreciate. In honor of that, we have decided to do a limited edition run of merchandise featuring this logo. Head on over to our Instagram page at BTGATC Podcast or our Facebook page at Before the Green and After the Checkers, and you'll find the pinned post with a link to our full catalog. There is no limit on the product available, however, it's only going to be open until Christmas time. Don't miss your one and only opportunity to own original logo merch or a special edition of Corey's Question of the Week coffee mug. Now, back to the topic at hand. In 1992, with Bill Davis unable to put together a competitive Cup Series effort, he and Ray Evernham decided to leave in tandem for Hendrick Motorsports. Jack Roush had reached out about potentially hiring Gordon for one of his cars, but when Jeff and John Bickford, his stepfather, expressed how important it was to them that Ray Evernham be his crew chief, Jack Roush refused and the decision was easily made. Gordon's arrival at Hendrick not only introduced a fresh perspective to the sport, but also showcased the potential for drivers from different racing backgrounds to excel in NASCAR. His success in the 1990s helped break down the barriers between open wheel and stock car racing, encouraging other drivers from various disciplines to consider NASCAR as a viable career path. Gordon's intense rivalry with the legendary Dale Earnhardt Sr. added an extra layer of excitement and drama to the NASCAR narrative, captivating the attention of both diehard fans and casual viewers alike. The contrast in their racing styles and personalities created a compelling storyline that intensified the competitive spirit within the sport. Their fierce battles on the track 
often leading to controversial moments and dramatic finishes, became the focal point of NASCAR's marketing efforts, attracting a massive fan base that eagerly followed every race to witness the ongoing clash between the two titans of the sport. Gordon and Earnhardt Sr.'s rivalry became a symbol of the sport's enduring appeal, showcasing the raw passion and intensity that defined NASCAR's unique brand of racing. As their competitive rivalry reached its peak, the media coverage and public interest in NASCAR surged, drawing in a wider audience that was captivated by the spectacle of their ongoing feud. Gordon's ability to engage with the fans and create a compelling storyline around his rivalry with Earnhardt Sr. not only heightened the sport's entertainment value, but also solidified NASCAR's position as a premier form of motorsport in the American cultural landscape. While Gordon and Earnhardt had an intense rivalry in the public perspective, their business dealings off of the track were extremely lucrative and both considered the other to be a friend, spending a significant amount of time as not only business partners, but close pals. Gordon's impact on NASCAR's popularity extended far beyond his achievements on the racetrack. His charismatic persona and willingness to engage with the public through various media platforms significantly contributed to the sport's transition into a mainstream entertainment spectacle. Gordon's appearances on popular television shows such as Saturday Night Live and his role in Hollywood movies played a crucial role in bringing NASCAR to the forefront of American pop culture. By transcending the confines of the racing world and reaching a broader audience, Gordon effectively helped elevate NASCAR's visibility and solidified its status as a household sport. By embracing his opportunity in the sport to put himself in positions where he could increase the visibility of the sport, he opened doors to people that perhaps would have never had interest in the sport. To this point, he has appeared in four movies and voiced Jeff Gorvett in both Cars 2 and 3, and nearly every staple of television talk show from Good Morning America and The Late Show with David Letterman to even helping host Live with Regis and Kelly. He has also appeared in multiple music videos and was even featured in Carpool Karaoke. As a matter of fact, the list of Gordon's credits are extremely long. Jeff Gordon's profound influence on NASCAR goes far beyond his remarkable achievements as a driver. His successful transition from open-wheel racing to NASCAR, combined with his strategic efforts to promote the sport through various media channels and his electrifying rivalry with Dale Earnhardt Sr., played a pivotal role in elevating NASCAR to its status as a mainstream cultural phenomenon. Gordon's legacy as a trailblazing driver and an ambassador for the sport continues to resonate within the NASCAR community, leaving an indelible mark on the history and evolution of one of America's most beloved and iconic racing series.